Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to the Mass Singer Rahapa podcast. We are back once again to talk about the Mass Dancer episode four through one, one through four, and we're going to give it the uh, the heavy business, the proper investigative treatment. I'm just kidding. We're really not going to do that, but we're here to touch down on it, and I'm very excited to do so. I am, of course, your host Puya the Tights Zan Vakili, back at it again with some more masked coverage, and of course. I am never here on my own, never want to be here on my own. I've got my partner in crime, partner in rhyme, partner in masked business here with me. It's Liana, the camera, Boris. Liana, how are you doing today? Click, click, click. Uh, I am happy to be here. The Mass Dancer has been such a bizarre but fun experience for me. I don't know. I don't know if it's because I don't feel any pressure to like guess anybody correct. I just get to sit back and enjoy the wild experience. And, you know, you and I have talked about this before, but I want to say it again. It feels like an SNL skit of The Masked Singer, but it, this is a real show on Fox. Yes, 1000% to me, it, it doesn't feel like I'm watching actual show that's supposed to be getting ratings and getting renewed potentially you know what i mean okay i kid you not when craig robinson comes back from a commercial break on this most recent episode with the intro of welcome back to the mass dancer because why not is that not a line from snl that's legitimately not real i mean Here's the thing. I think that they recognize what the show is. I don't think anyone is any of them are out here being like, this is a cinematic masterpiece. This is literally bringing families together. I think they they're fully well aware of they're in on the joke, basically. But it's fun because I think I know they're in on the joke and they're having fun with it. Like no one is taking themselves too, too seriously. Panel, host, dancers, nobody. And that's kind of been the phenomenal change of scenery that i've wanted because i will say with the mass singer i feel like we take it a little bit more seriously but then i feel like the show goes out of its way to make itself seem more serious than it is um so it is fun to see that difference of scenery even though i still cannot believe this is a show that got a full season green light 
The mass singer, I think, is is sillier. It, it's just, I mean, okay, relatively sure, the mass singer is more serious. But I completely agree that the the mass dancer is extra silly, right? Yes. The mass singer is silly. The mass dancer is just like whatever. <laughs> Craig Robbins is just like, yeah, why not? Let's sure. Uh, we got Brian McKnight as a cricket doing some dancing. Like what? <laughs> Yeah, it's been fascinating. I mean, so here's the thing, right? So we talked about the show after the premiere. We're here, what, three weeks later, talking about everything through episode four. And then we're about to get the Super Six next time going into the finale when we talk next. I will say I'm happy with the format choice we did I, I, because I find myself feeling like I don't have a lot to speak on with an individual independent episode. Whereas usually with the mass singer, there's a lot of content because obviously there's the singing element. There's the razzle dazzle. There's the background. There's the clue package. But I feel like even the clue package here, they're literally spoon feeding it to us. They're like, hey, you see that red red circle? That means you got to focus. OK, yeah. Hey, OK, good. Idiot. There's a red <laughs> circle. Did you see the red circle? There's a clue there. You dummy. <laughs> Like, it definitely feels like we're being spoon-fed for sure. Look at the red circle. Focus on the red circle. <laughs> that That is the production team of the Mass Dancer. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Maybe they're like, look, our audience is going to be hella stoned while they watch this. Just, like, go, go easy with them. Go slow. They're going to need it. Yeah, the, here's the thing. I feel like everyone... Our listeners who um, were big in on The Masked Singer and were watching, not just following along with the podcast, which you're totally allowed to do if you if you would like, of course, always. Um, I feel like they're still watching The Masked Dancer. And because it's such low stakes, like remember when Rob first came on with us and talked about Masked Singer being laundry folding TV? This is literally like I could be playing a game like doing the most, doing three other things, and then still getting to watch this and not miss a beat. So it's very low stakes TV and it's very fun as a result for me personally. It's because it's dumb. I feel like a lot of the other TV I watch, it's like a little bit serious. I got to pay attention. I can just kick my feet up and have a good time with this. And I'm, and I'm okay with that. This definitely feels like literally the lowest stakes TV. I think the only time when I really feel like I need to not even focus, <laughs> like, look at the screen and semi pay attention is during the actual dancing performances. Because mm. otherwise you can kind of glance over here and there. I don't know if that's the type of television that they're looking to create, but to me that that is what the product is. I still dance every single time they play Word Up. It is my favorite part of the show. It needs to stay. It's fabulous. And Here's the thing. You're not the only person. I put up a question thread um, in the RHAP patron group and at least two other people were like, this is the best part of the show. <laughs> it slaps. I don't know why. I don't know if it's just the 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 clip that they picked in particular. I There's just something captivating about it that I think is super, super fun. I will say watching. So we've watched this together, separate, with commercials, without commercials. I think my favorite is watching it with you without commercials. The commercials really make it drag on, but it's it's a show that is fun to part 
to to enjoying an experience with another person. And so I'm really thankful that we can watch this idiotic show together. Yeah, I, honestly, I'm very appreciative of that as well. And it's been nice to have a show where we can just you can turn it on where, no matter where what situation we're in. Because I feel like, again, like to go back to other shows you and I watch together, more often than not, unless we're like rocking a sitcom, we have to pay some kind of an attention. So it's nice not to have to be in that position. <laughs> this is a good eating dinner show. Oh, yes. We can still kind of talk <laughs> while mm-hmm. we're watching. Um, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's really, really enjoyable. And I think that some of the changes that they've made, I mean, minor changes to the format compared to The Masked Singer versus The Masked Dancer, I really like. So the questions before the final guesses, I really like that. I wish that that's something that The Masked Singer would incorporate. And so I think there are some things that they're doing better than The Masked Singer, but it's definitely a little bit of a different vibe yeah yeah i agree i think um i i have enjoyed watching it on thursdays um on hulu because again no commercials no problems that's a good time but let's let's talk about what we've seen so far um so let's go i think i think we just kind of go through the the judge sorry might be a little rusty on the mass singer front ladies and gentlemen um give me a second to collect myself I am collected. Call me the collection plate, Zan Bikili. I don't know. Listen, here's the thing. So, <laughs> is that a collect call joke or? It's like the collection plate at church. Okay. Joke. okay. Yeah. Well, because it was called think- call me collected. Call, well, it was fine. It's fine. Look, it's wow. It's just, it's so deep. It works in so many different ways. You are a comedy genius. Someone whip out the WD-40 because your boy's rusty. Okay. Squeak, squeak. Like, why, why the sound effect? I don't know. It felt necessary. <laughs> um, that reminds me, when is my, um, the thing coming for the door that I ordered so I can fix the squeaky door? Um, well, th- this is definitely on podcast business you're trying to take care of, but yeah. that's in February. Um, it's coming so, in February? Yeah, I don't think you noticed. Um, you sent me a listing from Amazon.co.uk. Okay, well, that's not my fault. I mean, it's coming from across the pond. All right, so. well, it's, it's exotic then. Much like the exotic bird. Uh, Good old exotic uh, graphite powder. No, this is not the segue, Boris, because we have to talk about the host first. I want to talk about our, our boy Craig Robinson here. And give me your overarching thoughts uh, on, on the man. I, I, again, I think it goes to your point earlier about this they don't take themselves too seriously and they know it because that welcome back to the mass dancer because why mm-hmm. not from Craig I think perfectly encapsulates Craig's attitude towards the show very much like yeah I can't believe this is a thing also but it's a paycheck <laughs> like I'm here he's gonna participate I know your favorite part of Craig as host is the little dance moves that he does before oh, and after commercial but I yeah so if for those of you who aren't going to be watching let me paint you a picture here and for those of you watching you'll know exactly what i'm talking about so obviously when you you know we're going to commercial we'll be right back you don't go anywhere all that stuff is fine but with the mass dancer they've got their own like spin on it so when they come back the women in black um who are i would say a huge upgrade from the men in black from mass singer might i add um They're out here. They're doing the splits. They're doing the most. They're doing like eight, nine sequence moves, getting like, you know, with the music right before they get back to the show. And then right as the beat's about to end, Craig will like throw in a whip or like he'll like put an arm in or he'll like 
fold his arms to like kind of like pose. He does one move and it's funny <laughs> because he's in the shot. He's in the frame. He's center screen the whole time and he's not doing anything until that last second. And that is kind of how I did a lot of my university stuff it was kind of like <laughs> nothing, nothing, all nighter, the done. So I feel him on that. I kind of relate. Or it's a group project. The backup dancers are really doing their best, and he at the end just comes in. It's like punch dance move. Yeah, he walks into the uh, to the lab or to the class, um, shirt untucked, like there's still a little bit of the morning on him, and he's like not feeling it. The hair is not done. The bag is half open. The shoes are the wrong shoes because it's the winter in Canada, and he's rocking sneakers like a dummy. But he gets the grade. He still gets the same grade as them. So good mm-hmm. for him. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah. That's all I have to say about Craig, honestly. I, I, uh, that's it. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. honestly, I think that um, he, given how little he has on his plate with this show, he's really found a way to sink his teeth into it. And I do appreciate that from him. I had no doubt that he was going to be fun and he was going to be good. But I do enjoy him. I love that he doesn't even pronounce the show the way it is. It's not the mass dancer to him. It's the mass dansa. He like gives it this little bit of positive edge. Like, no, 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 we're cool. That's like, okay, Craig, you're cool. <laughs> so He's trying. He's doing yeah. his best. Yeah. Bless him. Bless. Um, so that's it for Craig. Let's talk about the panelists. Obviously, I want to start with the one that's a repeat. Let's talk about Ken right out the gate. Oh, okay. Uh yeah, Ken, I mean Ken is Ken. He's he's doing his his shtick, his thing. Although I feel like him interacting, especially with Paula, for some reason just fits a little bit better. Like, because mm. Paula's just doing a look, Paula's being Paula. Sometimes it's genius, sometimes she's super off the mark. But for some reason, that type of vibe really fits with Ken's silliness because it's like silliness in two different directions. Like, Paula is being Paula in a way that is not put on, whereas Ken is sometimes feels super forced, but it like, I don't know, it just goes together. No, Ken is perfect for the mass dancer. I am not even remotely bothered by his interactions, by his ways, by his guesses. It feels like it's at home on this show. It really does. And this takes me back to what I said earlier, where like, maybe it's because of the way I am approaching the podcast, where I'm trying to like investigate. I'm trying to figure stuff out. And like, I'll come on like, that was annoying. I'm sick of it. He's doing the same thing over and over. But for some reason, it felt like it fit here. And I think the difference is, is that here he his judge co-judges are also kind of goofy. I 100% agree and we can just slide into talking about Paula right here. I think that Paula's the perfect sidekick for him or he, he's the perfect sidekick for her. Like yeah, who just, would have thought? I, I after I go on I was like, you know, I was roasting Paula, why is Paula back on a judging show? She doesn't need to be here. No, now I've changed my tune. Paula's a great return onto the screen. She's like a She's like a f- good refresh into the panel. I, I genuinely think she's my favorite of the four. Oh, genuinely. For, oh, no, for sure. She, yeah. Especially after this most recent episode, which was mm. the, I don't know, the playoffs of Group B, I guess. Group um, A. Or Group A. a yeah, playoffs. the playoffs of Group A, yeah. which, by the way, they 100% aired these out of order and didn't even bother to cut out the line because Craig <laughs> goes, last week we met Group B. I'm like, hmm. 
did we did we mm-hmm. meet Group B mm-hmm. last week? Oopsies. Anyway, clearly episodes out of order. Fine. Who cares? No one cares. That's the best part about the mass dancer. They're just like f it. Like it's fine. We'll just air that anyway. Uh, but anyway, care. Paula. Uh, oh my God. I think she she knocked her guesses out of the park, and I think we'll talk in a little bit more detail later on about those guesses. But wow, I I like she's bringing it, and I thought her wacky questions during the question time was. What is she even asking? Who's going to ask if, you know, whatever, hair color or something like that? There's a method to her madness. I believe in oh, her. Oh, defo. There's a method to this madness. And honestly, I'm here for it. I'm here for all of it. Um, I think she belongs here. I would even go as far to say I would like to see her on The Masked Singer. I feel like she would be a good fit there as well. Um, because I think that she it has... It should be Ken, Paula, and I guess she... Because she should replace Jenny. And so then and then we'll keep we can keep Robin, I guess, because Paula seemingly does have the knowledge of like different avenues by the sounds of it. But she's also the right level of goofy for my taste where I'm like, yeah, I agree. Yeah, you're a little bit silly. You're going to fit the show perfectly. Um, so I, that's why I think that I, I just I, I can't stress this enough. I definitely have enjoyed her and I've changed my tune on her for yeah. sure. Now, Paula, Paula yeah, reminds me a little bit of my mom <laughs> in that, okay. like. Like, I remember one time, like, my mom and I went into a Quiznos once, and uh, she was, I, like, we were going to order sandwiches, and I remember I ordered my sandwich, but she just, like, completely zoned out, and it was just, mm-hmm. like, staring at stuff, and I was like, Mom, what kind of sandwich do you want? And then I had to, like, help her. It was the weirdest experience of my whole life. My mom just, like, well, not the weirdest, but my mom just, like, completely zoned out, but then she always like knows her stuff. She just like knows things. And I'm like, mom, how do you know this when you're zoned out all the time? I don't know. It was weird. Anyway, point is, is that my mom is Paula Abdul. And uh, that's another reason why I think I like Paula. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's talk about um, the other two on the panel who I don't like as much. Um, Let's talk about the one that I definitely feel like people are like, whoa, Puya, how dare you? Um, Ashley, Teasdale. She's okay. She genuinely is fine on the show, specifically on the show. Um, I think it's a bit of a miss from what I'm getting from her. I'm not getting enough like fun, but I'm also not getting good enough guesses. It's just kind of like, it's like, oh, you're trying to fit into the I'm the TikTok person. And and to you, I say, Ashley, you're not even pronouncing the name of the girl who has the most followers on the platform correctly. And you're saying it like three times an episode. So uh, no, you're not. She's okay. She's inoffensive otherwise, and and she's just kind of there for me. I feel like Ashley was cast, and don't get me wrong, huge High School Musical fan over here, really excited when she was announced as part of the panel. I feel like she was cast as the young person, though. Oh, for sure. Okay, look, I'm almost 30. She's 35, not saying that she's old. Okay, but when you have some people competing on the show who are like might be super young, like 16, 17 years old, I feel like she doesn't necessarily fulfill that typecasting. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. I, I do think that almost um, well, she's what is she the youngest of the seven hosts across the two shows? I would assume so, right? I think so. Yeah, she must be. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah, it's like you have to end up in that role, given the 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 squad you're there, because like they keep calling her like the TikTok person. Oh, you know your TikToks, and I'm like, guys, is she y'all... big on TikTok? Huh? Is she big on TikTok? I mean, she's never come across my timeline ever. 
ever. Um, so I would lean no. Ashley Tisdale, TikTok. All right, let's find out. Okay, so yes, she is on TikTok. She has 6.1 million followers. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's playing out loud. Uh, yeah, I mean, she seems to... Yeah, she gets a lot of hits on TikTok. Maybe she is really on. TikTok. Maybe, maybe, I, maybe I'm speaking. Wow, out of look at that. We're the old people. I mean, I'm still younger, so I'm okay with that. I should follow her on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, maybe in your own time. Maybe on your own time, you do that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, listen, I, and this is me again, just giving my two cents. I think on the panel, she's third place for me behind Paula, followed by Ken. And in last place, <laughs> put one over his head. It's bag. It's Brian Austin Green. Um, I mean, I just, I, I do not care for Brian Austin Green. He just gives me nothing. And then this last episode, him and Rob Lowe just like bouncing on each other's picks left and right, and they're just off. It was like, nah. Like at least, at least Robin Thicke is funny on accident. When he does his whole like, oh, I'm dancing. Oh, I said something really weird. Oh, I'm clapping at my own guests. Those are funny to me. Whereas I feel like it's not there for me with him. Well, Bag did get Elizabeth Smart, right? Yeah, good for him. A good guest does not make a good panelist, in my opinion. I think I'm still just sort of stuck on the why are you there factor. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this is nepotism from Robin or what the situation is. Maybe him and Ken just really hit it off because isn't Ken a producer on the show or whatever? Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, again, I don't. He he hasn't done anything necessarily offensive to me, but I also just um whenever I see him on screen, I'm like, why are you here? Yeah, he did something offensive to me. Yeah, that's him as the giraffe. I keep forgetting he was on The Masked Singer. Yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, even worse of a decision. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that was their, their, you know, their in because they're like, okay, Ashley is high school musical. That's easy. Everyone knows her. She's a household name in the Disney world. Easy decision. Okay. Was Paula he- Abdul, she was part of the, the infamous trio of the American Idol panel. Everyone knows Randy Jackson and Simon and Paula. So that's an easy... Everyone knows who she is. And she's done so much else for herself outside of that. Brought us. Oh, he was he was with Megan Fox. She's all, she's cool. Okay, but like, um, did everybody else say no? Like, did they go down the cat? They were like, "Look, Tony Hawk. Hey, do you wanna uh, do you wanna be a panelist?" And he was like, "Nah, I'm busy. Thanks." Like, uh, I just don't understand how they landed on him specifically. Like, fine, I get it if you want to pick somebody from the Mass Singer, but really, bag of all people. Yeah, it's yeah fine. let's it's let's fine. just. Listen, I'm gonna put you on the spot. I'm gonna put you on the spot. Pick one. You can replace him with anybody. Who are you placing him? With? Oh, Wayne Brady. Done deal. Oh Easy. my god. How Dude, Joel McHale. Just put Joel McHale as a permanent Wayne, on here. Wayne Brady. Bow Wow. Like I. No, no. You know what? You know what? Forget Bow Wow. First of all, uh, inferior podcast. The official. My butt. Um, they're not great. Also, have you heard about what Bow Wow did this past week? No. Did he get canceled? I mean, he only went ahead and performed at a club in Houston to a packed house in the midst of the pandemic. Oh, my God. You know who else got canceled? Taylor Dane. She performed at Mar-a-Lago without a mask. Well, you're uh, saying canceled, but you mean like it's getting heat, right? Because I feel like canceled nowadays is super different. Well, yeah, but like especially in the gay community, it was like, uh, no. Like, can you not do that, please? Um, 
But anyway, okay, what Bow Wow did, I guess. This oh, was- and def- de- Taylor Dane defended her performance, right? Yeah, At least Bow Wow, like, backed off. But it was only after people went in on him. And he was like, I was there for my friend's birthday. That was why. And I'm like, why were you there at all? Okay. That doesn't get um, rid of the pandemic. I wish that was the case. Like, yeah. oh, it's my birthday, so there's no pandemic. I'm sorry. And I mean, here's the thing. I don't want to make a joke on this, and I don't. I'm very serious about this stuff. You know it. I know it. Everyone knows it. We've talked about like the fact that they have they're like CGIing audience in and they're pretending that nothing's happening, all that stuff. But to break quarantine for Bow Wow is like <laughs> like love yourself more. Come on. Please. We're bullet rapping. Like Come on. If he brought the frog costume, I'd get it. Mm-hmm. But like, I beg. I uh-huh. beg. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. So that's that's the thing I wanted to say. Um, but yeah. So in short, uh no bow wow. Okay. No, no bow wow. No. Yeah. Yeah. So and and while while we're here, let me make this take this opportunity to say 23 minutes in. If you are a fan of our podcast, please, please leave a rating and review on iTunes. It helps us get discovered it helps us prove that we are the best podcast for mass singer out there may not be the official but the official ones run by somebody who uh is named bow wow so please go over to robhaswebsite.com slash masked singer and uh leave your thoughts about us and we would appreciate that very much you are and you are all leopards I, someone wrote a wrote a review and was like Puya keeps calling us leopards. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it was a five star. Um, I'll pull it up and I'll read it at the end of the uh, end of the podcast here. Uh, yeah, reference to season two. You're all leopards. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I pick Wayne Brady. Actually, I don't even understand why Wayne Brady wasn't chosen. Or give me listen. Jamie Foxx has hosted a show on Fox and has guest starred. You can you can literally guest host it. You can give him the spot as well. It's very yep. possible. Yep, yep, yep. Um. So I don't know why that's not happening. Anyway, well, we needed our white guy, okay? So <laughs> bag. <laughs> I mean, just like right there. Oh okay, you know God. what? It doesn't matter. <laughs> don't matter. Yeah. Don't matter. Um, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna read that rating and that review right now, okay? Okay. Okay. So the review's from Andrew underscore the it's five stars. Love it is the caption. Wow, what a podcast. Puya keeps calling me a leopard, bracket slightly concerning. And a friend once overheard me listening to this podcast where Puya introduced himself as a chicken sandwich. Everything about Liana is also incredibly relatable. Five stars. Oh my God. I totally feel that. I relate to myself too. Oh, you were, I was like, I totally hear that. People tell, I tell people, like, people listen to me, they're like, what? <laughs> chicken sandwich. Okay. Like, yeah, no, my partner ate a hundred nuggets. It's fine. The don't no, that's, that's, that's the past Puya. Present Puya is a different animal. A leopard, in fact. All, All right. right. What else? What else? Um, about the we talked about bag. We talked. We talked about everybody. Um, yeah. Real quick, can we talk about the fact that there's an audience slash? Do we believe that that's old no, footage from season three? Yeah. Still? It's, no. Come on. Yeah. It's it's 100 from the Mass Singer. I believe okay, that. Perfect. I think they okay, they uh, they just have like a different angle that they're shooting the audience from that they're like oh yeah we never use this let's use this on the mass dance right. people believe it's a different audience I mean come on there's no way like what are they doing going to quarantine all these people they're like alright guys we're going to bring you in for our mass dancer audience we're going to have to quarantine mm-hmm. all together for 14 <laughs> days <gasps> that should be a reality television show oh man I would watch that sorry can you repeat the premise 
it's the the audience of the mass dancer quarantines together in one big house and we just get to follow all their hijinks how fun then it's the mass sequester and they're just all like no it's it's big brother but they don't vote anybody out they just all live together how fun yeah like the real world meets big brother but they can't go out so it's not the real world but it is hotel california the uh quarantine world they've done some animation uh it seems very sporadic when they choose to to use it so I, i'm not quite sure i understand that but i do like the animation when they do it okay um i mean i like this i like the i like the i like the color scheme of the masked answer i do mm. i do so that's good we like that um, and then what I wanted to say is that I want to talk about these dancers. Are we ready to talk about group B here or no group B? Yeah. So well, we're going to go backwards because we didn't talk about them last episode, obviously. And then now we're back to group A. So let's talk about them and then we'll dive into episode four proper. Um, so fun fact, folks, real quick. Second person unmasked also happens to be. One of Liana's inspirations growing up. That's why she went into science. Bill Nye was the second person unmasked as the ice cube. Liana, what were your thoughts when you saw your your um, one of your inspirations unmasked there? Okay, let me just be, this is a little tangential, but because you are super annoying, let me just talk what? about my relationship with Bill Nye. So did I grow relationship? up with Bill Nye the science guy? Yes, I did. I had Bill Nye the science guy VHSs. I watched them. Yes. However, I got older and then I heard stories about him being a jerk. Then I met him for the first time. It was at my university. Uh, He was giving the graduation speech. He's a jerk. Like you can just tell when because, you know, I was watching. I was it's, it's a long story short, but like I was near him for a substantial period of time as sort of like a not, not security guard, but I was like helping people get around. But I was near him when he was meeting a lot of people. Total jerk. Like you can just tell based on the way that someone acts and interacts with others. You're like, oh, you're super self-interested and you're really annoying. Did not like him. So I'm sorry. That's just my opinion. And I I appreciate everything that he's doing in terms of being a science communicator and him advocating for climate change. Um, climate change is real. And him being the ice cube and making that a huge part of his platform. Not going to disagree with that and not going to take anything away with that. But Bill Nye, the science guy, is a real jerk. All right. I'm just going to say it. And that's my opinion. But that being said, holy crap. It was like Bill Nye, the science guy, is on the mass dancer. Guys, guys, who would have thought? Not me. <laughs> Don't meet your heroes, am I right? That's what they say. That is what they say. And it is true. Never meet your heroes. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that um, it was very cool. I will say on an overarching level real quick, I feel like The Masked Dancer has better celebrities than The Masked Singer does so far. Right? Between, I mean, I was actually, when Brian, not to jump too far ahead, but when Brian McKnight got unmasked, I was like, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Like, I think I've so rarely had that. Oh, wow. Except for maybe like Sarah Palin or, you know, who are the people that have like really shocked me? Maybe it's because I had low expectations of the mass dancer. I was like, I think so. Anybody. And I then it was like, I see Bill Nye, Elizabeth Smart, Brian McKnight. Like, I'm sorry, what? 
Yeah, I think season four especially made it seem like literally we're not going to find it. Because I think going into that season, I made the call of like, you know what? It's a it's quarantine. Everyone's in isolation. Everyone's been home. I bet their big celebrities are going to come out and like play. Mm-hmm. But then that didn't really happen. Uh, exhibit A, the giraffe. Um, but then here, I feel like so far hit for hit, like we've knocked them out of the park four in a row. So and I thought it was interesting. I mean, again, not to jump far ahead, but. When Brian McKnight says he chose the mass dancer over the mass singer because people would just assume who guess who he was immediately. Um, it's fascinating to me because he's somebody that literally every season the judges guess and every season someone's like, you know what? He'd be great for this show. So for him yeah. not to even be there is fascinating. But no, four people in. I know everybody. I will say I did not know who Elizabeth Smart is. Um, I did read up on her after her unmasking and I'm very happy that the mass dancer you know, introduced me to someone like her. I'd never heard of her before. And I'm very happy that I know who she is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've been I've been really happy with the cast so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, also in the diversity of people that they've had in terms of bringing in people from so many different walks of life. I mean, you know, the mass Singer does do that to a certain extent. Um, but I, I think, yeah, I think it was just the low expectations thing of, oh, Dr. Elvis is on the mass Singer. So... The masked dancer is, you know, going to be. You're never going to let that one go, are you? I will never let that go. I'm sorry. It bothers me every single time I think about it. Someone who becomes famous because of the mass singer after show should not be allowed to come and compete on the mass unless they go have their career like and be and again like no no pressure on Doctor Elvis he's a he's a he's a uh, medical doctor that is his chosen career he's not a singer that's like I mean he is a singer but he's not like a professional singer fine like I get it but still gosh darn it wow like obviously um, the argument here would be well Liana he went viral on YouTube with like 50k hits um, prior <laughs> to my singer wow. so but, yeah <laughs> I mean listen, listen it is no matter what like it is a huge difference when Brian McKnight ends up being on your show big huh. difference big difference with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here's what I think um, with regards to this show. I think that the show is supposed to be, again, we've talked about a buffer in between Mass Singer, <laughs> Mass Dancer, and Mass Singer again. I feel like it was the first season. It's low stakes. Why would they say no? They're completely masked. They get to do a dance. Worst case, they're not that great in dancing. They leave. It's not like singing. I feel like I don't know why, but I feel like singing is more vulnerable. I do. Mm. I feel like I feel like if I if I was told that I had to dance every time a song was on or sing every time a song was on, I would pick dance. And I think that um because mostly people just dance 
to like dance at a club. Whereas like, then you've got the professor, you got the ballroom dancers, you've got the break, you got like all, then if you're a dancer, you're a dancer. Whereas I feel like with singing, you know, you're either a trained singer, but you can still have a good voice as a singer on a regular as a person, but then you can also have no vocal cords. So mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's starkly different to me, but I will tell you my favorite part of the show so far, you said yours was word up. Mine is Bill Nye, the science guy doing his dance at the end unmasked and just like getting in it. It was so funny. Mm-hmm. It's so great. I, I cannot stop praising that kind of silliness. Also, the fact that it is silly and it is just so goofy and doesn't take itself seriously, then there feel it feels like less pressure probably mm-hmm. on the people that are competing as well. Right. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, whatever. Sure. I'm going to go be on the mass dancer. Like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Well, I think that um, I, th- I just think there's something to be said about like, wow, Bill Nye can't sing worth the crap. Hits like is more personal than, wow, Bill Nye can't dance. Like no one's sending that tweet of like, he can't dance. That's not really a tweet that's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, So I do think that is the problem. So we'll see. Uh, We'll see uh, what where this show goes. Do you think I've not checked the ratings, but do you think the show has a chance of getting renewed? Oof, uh, it's it's point seven rating share at the moment, which and that was for the last two episodes. The premiere had more at one point four, which is I think what the mass singer sits at. So the but premiere can, was also on a Sunday evening. It was a different time slot too. Yeah, it was a different. And wasn't it like wasn't it following something else? Yeah. So the rating share for the Mass Singer hits around like one point six, one point seven. Mm-hmm. But so it's like half that. Is that enough? I don't know. I don't know anything mm-hmm. about TV. I just know <laughs> numbers, and that number is smaller than the Mass Singer number. Yeah, well, well, let's see. So it's, I believe the show is going to be eight episodes, right? So right. eight episodes, 0.7. It's in, listen, I don't know how, but if MTV can successfully have a show that no one's watching and ridiculousness just be on their channel all the time, I see no reason why Fox can't have this during the Mass Singer off season. Yeah, but that is unexplainable. It's really if, <laughs> if Fox thinks it's worth it's it, right? Phenomenon. Yeah, the ridiculousness thing is just. It's ridiculous. Have you seen the, the the food one now? What yeah, the called? fail fail. Um, uh, it's like food fails essentially, right? It's like yes. only food, but for like ridiculousness, but only for food. Yeah, uh, yeah. this is shout out to uh, the challenge podcast that I consume in the form of the wrap up with Ali and. Well, they we Ryan. they have the ads. They get the ads in between, and I watch the challenge so I can keep up with the podcast. But those ads have nearly made me want to be like, listen. Is it worth watching it Wednesday night or can I just get away no. with Thursday? So that is a thing that is happening. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, we've talked about him being the Ice Cube. We've talked about Elizabeth Smart a little bit and being the moth. Who are the others that we've not, we're not going to dive into today that we should talk about? You've got Zebra, you've got Sloth, and you've got Cotton Candy. Uh, in terms of the people that are... So those are the three from Group, group B. B. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, what about them? Um, I think Zebra's gone next. Cotton Candy and Sloth are amazing. Yeah, I love them. Yeah. Yeah, I think Zebra's the one gone next as well. That's the, I will say my biggest. Right, so they're all going to be merged together, we think? 
Um, yeah, yeah. Next week is a super six. All, all three, both groups are going to be merged. Um, Liana, I, I, I mean, I'm quickly going to dive into this, but I think my biggest problem with the mass dancer is that I already, I can tell who's going to win. Um, Oh, okay. Wait, let's talk about group B and then let's talk about the, the top six, because I, I also went back because even though I said, Hey, can you write this down for our draft? You did not. So I went back and I re-listened to our podcast. Thankfully, it was recorded. So I have our draft as well. And so we can talk about that in the context. I, I have. Right? I have. Okay. You have the info now. That's good. I mean, I already yeah. had it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because you wrote it down. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. When we drafted. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Liar. Okay. You're such a liar. Uh, no. Because can, I asked you for the information. You were like, oh, I didn't write it down. Can, can, do you, we got an assignment here. We got an assignment here. <laughs> I'm going to out you on the podcast. It's fine. Uh, group B. Okay, wait. Group B. No, Group A. Most recent episode. What are we talking about? We're talking about Group B. We're talking about Zebra, Cotton Candy, and um, the third one. Yeah. <laughs> sloth. No. Sloth. The homie Sloth. sloth. Yeah. I, uh, zebra. Yeah. Of the, of the three, I think Zebra is the weakest. I think Cotton Candy and Sloth could possibly be. Uh, could I think either of them could win. Yeah, I mean they're definitely in the in the final like final four win equity levels. I agree with you on that. Um, I don't think they're gonna be my winners though. I don't think that's the one I'm picking as the winner here. Okay, so then let's transition yeah. back to Group A in this most recent episode. I yes. assume then your winner comes from Group A. Yes. Okay, and it is. I, I just don't see where Tulip doesn't take this. I don't. I don't oh, see it. interesting. Like, the tulip moves in a way that no one else on the show is moving like. And that's coming from someone who's just a big, big um, lover of all things razzle dazzle. And mm-hmm. I don't think the tulip's giving me that kind of razzle dazzle. So for me to say that, like I'm, I'm saying it because that's what I'm feeling. Well, the tulip, yeah. I mean, the tulip is a, a fabulous dancer. I think that she mm-hmm. also has a lot of the diversity when it comes to the performance, right? We've seen two very different performances now from her. Mm-hmm. I, I think the cotton candy, though, is a really good dancer as well. And of course, mm-hmm. because, you know, we're going to pit female against female, especially those that are similar to one another. The judges keep saying, oh, tulip versus cotton candy, tulip versus cotton candy. In the same way that I feel like we heard sun versus seahorse, sun versus yep. seahorse. <laughs> and I'm assuming that narrative at some point is going to pay off, whether or not that's in the final six or in the final three or at some point along the way. I feel like they're two of the best dancers on the show. Yes. Can I just say right out of the gate? I really hope there's no like nonsense of, oh, we're doing face offs next week. It better just be a free for all. Same. 100% same. Especially after the mass singer did that this last time. I was like, oh, they're still competing. Like, no, 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 no. If you're going to call it the super six, then they're all against each other. Exactly. Um, yeah. So I think that, um, uh, I, so tell me who you like best from group B. Is it, Cotton candy or is it the sloth? I think cotton candy. I think my top three are tulip, cotton candy, sloth. Or top three. Yeah. Is that what I said? Yeah, top three. Yeah. I, think, I think that I think I, the winner uh, is coming from that group. I, I would agree with you. I, I have a soft spot for exotic bird, and I want that to be on the record. Yeah, no, I know um, you do. And, and I think that clearly she's talented. I just think mm-hmm. that she's not a professional dancer in the same way that tulip, cotton candy, and sloth are. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I I just find it very interesting with how this is going to go because honestly, I'm like, I I just I just don't see a world where we don't already have the winner like kind of like picked. So well, that's what I, I'm, 
The Masked yeah. Singer has something similar to that, though, where I feel like as Ish. we go along, we're like, okay, look, this is our top. Maybe maybe there's more there, our top five, mm-hmm. not necessarily our top three. Well, like, I think, I mean, obviously you just talked about it, but like we would have said in no world are the seahorse and the sun not facing off at the end and the, the seahorse did not make it to the right. end. But I will argue that you're right in that season four was a very strong top six, though, where like if anyone had gone to the final three, I would have been like, oh, I would have expected this person, but I could see any of them winning mm-hmm. here with dancing. I just feel like that's the problem where like it's a little bit different because you look at the you look at the frog, you look at Bow Wow, there was no singing capabilities there. It was all from an entertainment point of view and a rapping point of view. So um, I think that skill? you can still make it to the end without really having the vocals. You're really not going to make it to the end here unless you have either heavy athleticism or mm-hmm. good choreo. The skill level between a professional dancer and someone who likes to dance versus a professional singer and someone who likes to sing i feel like that skill gap is so much wider and that's Mm. why those people stand out so much more versus the people who like uh, the exotic bird probably has danced in some capacity in her life but i don't think that she's a trained dancer whereas yes there's a difference between the trained singers and the you know people like um uh, chloe kim Mm-hmm. But the, the gap is not as big. So, yeah. Well, like, I, I think that not, like, obviously, they tell you, you know, vocal training is important, but I don't think every singer is out there with vocal training, right? Like, obviously, people audition onto like these talent shows. Jason having- Derulo is professionally trained, and I listen to him sing opera. Wow. 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 Is there any world where you're not out here just like thirsting for Derulo on every no. podcast we do? I can't help it. I'm sorry. I'm Liana. I listened to Savage Love 300 times last year. <laughs> I love Jason Derulo. I now, love Jason I Derulo like, too, but like, damn. I would pick him for the Mass Singer, Mass Dancer panel. He like He's great. If Jason Derulo ever gets canceled for some reason, that's going to be a rough one for me. Yeah. Uh, if, if you were ordering a drink right now, I would ask you to get one on the rocks because you need to put this in ice right now. <laughs> Just like the ice cube. Oh, your beloved, your beloved. Who was your draft pick, by the way? Yeah, listen, whatever. The draft don't matter. The show, if the oh, show the doesn't draft, matter, the draft. Don't oh, matter. the draft matters, honey. Let's talk about the draft. You picked Exotic Bird, Solid, yeah. Ice Cube, okay, Hammerhead, and nice. Moth. Okay, and that was the order. That was also the order of your picks from first to last. You want to hear my picks? I first don't care. Pick Tulip. Second pick, Cotton Candy. Third pick, Zebra. Fine. Fourth pick, Sloth. Who was the undrafted Zebra? Who was the undrafted? Cricket. (laughs) That's kind of perfect then. I know. I'm super happy. I'm pretty sure I have the winner on my team. Yeah, you have. Listen, don't say pretty sure, okay? Don't like, oh, I went out of my way to pull the, to go listen to the episode and pull the draft out just to shove it in your face. But I think I might have the winner. I don't know. Don't. I don't was, you do that? I was pretty sure I had tulip and cotton candy, but the fact that I picked sloth last, I was like, "Oh, Liana, you're a genius. I love you." Oh yeah, did you pick sloth last, or did I like end up leaving you the sloth? Like what uh, happened? Yeah, but I had the wherewithal to go with the sloth over nope. the cricket because I wanted to go with the unknown, whereas I knew the cricket okay. was going to be leaving soon. 
Yeah, well, so, let's not act like there was a, a lot of decision. No, I'm a ge- I, I'm pretty much a genius, dude. You didn't yeah. remember we were gonna draft until before the podcast. Exactly, which makes me even more of a genius. <laughs> this is why I'm glad you lose most drafts to me because you are you. such a sore winner. <laughs> I am very insufferable. Yes, that is a true statement. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think, listen, you have the winner in your draft. It's not even close, I will say. Um, now, as far as this episode goes, the four we saw in depth this last round, I think Paula's a genius. Paula's a genius. I think Paula's nailed at least two. She nailed two guesses, in my opinion, for sure. And then I think she got very close with another one. Yeah. So episode. we, we tried to talk about this with one another off the podcast without, talking about it um and let's just dive right in so i have a guess because i think you and i are on the same page so obviously she got brian mcknight done deal Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure jordan sparks is the exotic bird and i think i think she's on the money Mm -hmm. because (laughs) not only did her logic and her reasoning make sense but also like all the clues seem to fit. Jordan Sparks also performed the national anthem at one of the Super Bowls, which again fits with the whole clue package from this last episode. She's a performer, but not necessarily a trained dancer. Solid. I really think it's Jordan Sparks. No, I, I think so too. That makes sense to me. Um, 100%. And um, so we had, <laughs> so like, let's look at the other guesses because it's been very funny for me keeping track of these where. Half the judging panel is going one direction. The other half is going the other direction. Um, Well, like there was like a DJ thing and her son's initials spell out DJ. I'm like, that that seems pretty good. Again, this is once the once you're like zoning in, that seems nice. Um, But now I do think that um, that uh, Jordan Sparks is a good pick. And looking at the others, I mean, obviously, Ken going with Janet Jackson is very Ken of him. Mm-hmm. But Austin Green be like, there was a DJ panel and like Megan the Stallions and hip hop. I was like, that DJing is not hip hop. Like, well, what are you doing? You're yeah. and like, you're supposed to be like a former rap. Get out of here, bag. Get out. Stop. Enough. Um, really a former performer. It's yeah, like that, he had one thing with. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Rob Lowe with the reaches of reach to go to Kate Hudson. I listen. I like the journey he took us on with the with the her mom was in this movie and then this. I was like, I like that, but no. Come on. No. I think this was sound. The other one, um, because I'm going to jump over the cricket because we know who it is. The other one is the hammerhead. Now, I will tell you this. I did not end up figuring out who the hammerhead is until I heard the voice and I heard Paula's guess. And then it made me go somewhere else. Um, And like, I think it makes sense um, based on the big clue for me was the wanted to be a lawyer. this person has taken the LSATs and isn't Mike the Situation Sorrentino, but was on the same show as Mike the Situation Sorrentino. I believe this one is uh, our boy Vinny. I think yeah. this could be Vinny. 100% props to Paula here. I never would have gotten this without her because I mean, she has a so funny to look at where everyone else went, Liana, and she went the complete opposite direction to me. Like the Seacrest and the Joe Rogans, no. She went to Jersey Shore. I just, I couldn't believe it. I I was also super shocked because when she said that, I was like, oh, that actually makes a lot of sense. I don't think it's a situation, but let me do a quick Google. Vinny took the LSATs. 
Also, Vinny and Polly D got married on their show or whatever, which is the the wedding cake that we saw on this last episode. Mm -hmm. So there were just so many things that were hitting. And I was like, she's is this like a slumdog millionaire type situation? But Paula (laughs) is knocking it out of the park. Um, Yeah. So in my notes, I have the number one, the color red and thrust because there was a thing where someone was like next to the hammerhead. I now realize that that is a jersey. (laughs) So... (laughs) <laughs> like Jersey oh, Shore. And there was another something about shore, something there was a word mm. play on one of the clues mm. at one point in that clue package. So yeah, I, like it's for I think it's for sure Vinny. Yeah, I mean I loved it because the 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 what's it called? I spent a lot of that performance with the hammerhead just being like, yo, why are they making it seem like this is Eminem? Like they're really making it seem like Eminem because there was a I had one shot, one opportunity, didn't want to lose myself. And then there was the um the 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 reading chart, you know, like the at the doctor's office where like you're you hold one eye and you read the the eye chart and the E was backwards just like Eminem. And I was like, dude, I know this is an Eminem, but why are you telling me this is Eminem? So I started thinking maybe it's someone from D twelve. I was like, maybe that's where they're going with this. But then obviously the lawyer thing comes in and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm no longer on that. <laughs> but then we got here and I, I'm, listen, I feel like what 80, 85% good about this um, potentially. But I was like, why think, are you making it seem like Eminem? What's the Vinny Eminem link to me? I think they pick one other celebrity that they're like, let's try to convince them that it's this person. Because for the exotic bird, it's 100% Shakira. Because we get like the hips don't lie. That's so stupid. It's like, like Shakira, like God dancing. Oh. Yeah, no, I mean, believe me, like, I know it's a dumb decision, unless maybe there's some connection with her and Shakira that I would have to Google. But, um, you know, I, I that that's my feeling, because then, of course, mm-hmm. Ashley is like, oh, I'm getting Shakira vibes. I mean, that's not Shakira. Yeah. Okay? Like, let's, let's be real. And I think um, I think the tulip for me, I don't know who it is, but all the clues, everything we talked about is that first episode we talked about. This is someone who was on some kind of entertainment thing as a dancer. I don't think it's like a trained maybe. I don't know. It could be like a dance moms person. It could be someone who's blowing up on TikTok right now. I don't know who it is, but they got moves. They got moves for days. So. Yeah, someone had tweeted at me um, with their guess, and like it's now all like I think I don't know if I would have gotten there on my own. Ooh, I did. Okay, don't tell us. Don't tell us. Don't tell us. Oh, okay. Toss. Well, I, yeah. I'm familiar with the person. Um, oh, that's and, good. Okay. So at least I was like, oh yeah, okay, I know exactly who this. I know exactly who this I is. Exactly who this. Yeah, I mean, obviously, <laughs> we'll say it now. It's I mean, again, at the end of the podcast, almost. So if you're not hearing this, it's unfortunate. But if you could avoid tweeting us, you're like guesses especially post research that would help us not like no stuff <laughs> but sometimes it happens it is what it is mm-hmm. okay. it is what it is. it is what it is okay so let's see is there anybody else i want to sink my teeth into here and talk about real quick um did we miss anybody i don't think we miss anybody i guess zebra is the one we missed out on you really don't have anything else to say about the zebra to me zebra and hammerhead are in the same so we talk about the top six it's the hammerhead and zebra i think that are gone next then probably exotic bird leaving the top three tulip sloth and cotton candy that's that's my predicted boot order general boot order Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that um, I think I remember the zebra being eight, right? Not the best though. No, the zebra, the zebra, the zebra, has the zebra's benefit. worse than hammerhead, right? The hammerhead does not dance. The hammerhead runs around stage, moving his arms and legs in sometimes a coordinated fashion. 
the zebra hey, the hammerheads the, the reason i picked the hammerhead was that razzle dazzle for oh for sure. sure for sure i'm not saying yeah. it's a bad thing the zebra does have moves but are benefited by the costume which is one of the I reasons why i chose the, the zebra Grin, fringe just exaggerates all your movements it makes you look like a better dancer than you are uh so i, I think it could be hammerhead that's gone next then zebra but you know, either way, I, I I think the top three to me is just so abundantly clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and I and I think you're right. I think you're right. I think we're good um, with that. And we leave it to listen. Here's the thing. Congratulations on your draft win. We are not bringing it up on the finale because you've won. I think it's you know, there's no need to bring it up. Um, I'm, I'm declaring up. the winner here and we're we're tabling it and we're moving on. I'm going to bring it up. <laughs> well, I'm editing this podcast. I'm gonna edit it out. Nah, I'm gonna how about that? Nah, I'm gonna talk about it. I'm so excited! Oh my gosh, if the exotic bird wins, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> if the exotic bird wins, I'm going to be so Liana on the finale podcast, and by that I mean insufferable. You have no idea. You I'm should come you through it. <laughs> with full. End. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna. It's just a fun thing to fantasize about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and as far as any questions we have, I did I did put a thing out. Um, I did put it out late um today. So let's see. Um okay. So someone asked about they have low expectations, but does it seem more like the folks that have been revealed so far are more famous than those on the last season of Mass Singer? We've talked about this, so that's good. Oh, that's yeah, I completely agree. One thousand percent. Um someone said that they know it's probably not him, but they keep thinking of Jesse from Big Brother for the hammerhead because of the uh the tank top and the wrestling poses and stuff. So yeah, I, I can see, see why you're thinking that for sure. I like that um, guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I think, only, like guesses, what's that meme where it's like, give me or give me this, but it's wrong or whatever? You know what I'm talking about? Like the ordered from wish thing? No, 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 no. Uh wrong guesses only. Oh yes, wrong take. Yeah, yeah, wrong get, wrong reasons or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the, I love it. That's that answer. Yeah, um, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, and I think other than that, like just the reviews came in from our from our listeners, and they're watching the show and they're enjoying it. They don't. Some people don't understand why they're enjoying it, or like it's so bad that I'm still having fun with it. But listen, we're all in the same boat. This has yeah. been pretty entertaining to watch. Um, I think the decision we made to do this you know, thrice is sound um, because I think that overall there's not a lot to talk about and we're pretty much on the same page with it, but I'm very excited for this finale one when we get to it. And Liana, before we head out, let the people know what you're up to and what you're doing. Uh, Big Sam, I co-sign all the, the energy about the mass dancer. It's fun. It's silly. It's stupid. We're here for it. If you are interested in following me on Twitter, you can follow me at Liana RHAP. And if you're not watching Drag Race, wow, you should. We are covering both the U.S. season of Drag Race. So season 13 and then with Beth and Amon, we're talking about UK Drag Race as well, which is in season two, which has been really, really enjoyable. It's fun to sort of compare the two seasons, especially because you see them so clearly juxtaposed next to one another. And we have video podcasts too, so you get to see our lovely faces. So definitely check that out uh, on the Drag Race wrap up. Lovely stuff. And yeah, you can find the video over on the RHAP YouTube page. Yeah. 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 Um, and you can find me on all major platforms, Twitter, Instagram, twitch.tv. It's Puyaism for all. 
three. Um, I have been, you know, covering this latest season of the 90 Day Fiance. I was about to say podcast, but I'm listen, I'm covering season eight of 90 Day Fiance with the one and only Rob Sesternino, and it's been a phenomenal ride. We've been having so much fun with it. The season has been so silly and so great. And uh, our latest guest was Lauren Beck of uh, TikTok fame, of Survivor fame. And she was a hoot and a half to uh, to hang out with and to talk about 90 Day with. So you can check that out over on the 90 Day Rehab Up feed or the reality, eh, the reality TV Rehab of it. Again, WD-40, man. I'm pretty Did rusty right now. Lose? Yeah, I was like, don't you talk I'm like, to so- the Mass Singer podcast. I guess, or a uh, 90 Day podcast. I guess you don't host it. So, you know, you're like, oh, I mean, it's, it's, it's half I don't host it and half like I don't know what's going on with me right now, but I feel like I'm having a moment where like I feel like my tongue is slipping all over the place almost. I don't Just know. Just like an ice cube. Always with Bill Nye with you. Um, <laughs> Always Bill Nye with you. Um, but yeah, I, I forget where I was with oh, that. Oh, I'm going to be um, on her nap. Oh. <laughs> this is so so scuffed. This, this is, is the such worst a podcast we've ever done. This is like life. landing a plane with a hella turbulence. Like, <laughs> feel like most of the pieces are there. It's fine. Like as long as the wheels touch the floor, we're fine. So the rest of the body don't matter. Um, <laughs> it resembles a podcast. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that. Um, I, oh, I, I think, think yeah. you started before I hit the recording of the mat, the stream yard. Like you started talking before I hit it. No, I saw the red button before. Are I you sure? Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, fingers yeah. crossed. It was real tight on my screen. All right. Well. All right. I go. Let's get out of here. I'm done. I, I was in the middle of my plugs. You're cutting sorry. me off. Oh, sorry. 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 <laughs> you cut me off to make fun of me. Um. But yeah, you can find the podcast with Rob and Lauren over on the 90 Day Fiance Rahap Ups feed or the Reality TV Rahap Ups feed as well. And if you want to leave a rating or review for that one, you can go over to robinswebsite.com slash 90 day fiance. That's the number nine, number zero would be much appreciated. And if you would choose to overlook the stumbling and slipping around we did in the last 10 minutes, and you would like to still leave a rating and review for this podcast, please, please go over to robinswebsite.com slash masked singer. That's M-A-S-K-E-D singer. And uh, let us know what you think about what you hear here. And here, 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 here. I hope you've enjoyed podcast. yourselves. Here, <laughs> Liana, you are talking over me. Here, here. I hope you've enjoyed what we've done here today. I hope you enjoy what we do for the finale, and I hope you enjoy what we do when the next season of The Masked Singer comes along. You have all been leopards today, or you have all been exotic bird today. New one? Maybe. I don't know. We appreciate it all the same. We hope you have a lovely time. And we will unmask you next time at the finale when Liana wins the draft. Sadly. Here, here. <laughs> I can hear you in the background waiting to say here, here. Every point you thought I was going to pause, I kept going. And you're like, here, 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 here. All right. And on that note, here, 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 but get out of here, here, because it's over. Good night, everybody. Or good evening and good afternoon. Or good morning. I don't know what time it is. Bye. We just end it. End the podcast. It's done. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.